There are many challenging teachings of Jesus. But this one here of taking the last and the lowest placed, have you noticed it seems to come rather naturally for many Catholics? Since in many of our churches, it's the back seats that fill up first. I wonder if that's what they're thinking about when they take those back seats. Just want to take a moment to welcome any visitors that may be here with us today. God bless you. We always love having you with us, and we hope that you will come back again another time. I want to especially welcome my brother, uh, Deacon Pete Bellavance. Uh, he was my deacon when I was up in Clearwater serving the parish of St. Luke. So welcome, brother. Good to have you here today. So we continue our meditations on the parts of the Mass. And I can't stress enough that if for some reason you had to miss a particular Sunday, uh, which means you maybe have missed the homily and the bulletin article, that you would do your homework and go back and listen to those homilies and read those bulletins. Otherwise, there's going to be gaps in your understanding of the Mass and in your ability to fully participate and enter into it. So please do this when you find some free time. So today we're going to meditate together on the part that quickly follows after what I spoke of last Sunday. The calling down of the Holy Spirit, the epiclesis, and the power of the words of Christ, which is the consecration, the words that Jesus spoke at the Last Supper. Soon after that, we have what's called the anamnesis, which is basically a word that means to remember or to memorialize a past event. And then the Eucharistic prayer culminates in what we call the doxology. The doxology is that prayer that the priest sings through him and with him and in him in the unity of the Holy Spirit. All glory and honor is yours, almighty Father, forever and ever. Doxology means basically a word of praise. The anamnesis always starts with the word therefore. And the one you're going to hear today goes like this. What are we remembering? Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. That's what's called the anamnesis prayer. As I prepared for this message today, it struck me how important memory is for our human life and especially for our Christian life. This is why, for example, Pope Francis, several years ago, he invited all Christians to remember 
the moment in their past when they became aware of the call of Jesus upon their life. That moment when faith came alive, when they knew that God was real and the love of God was experienced as something very personal. Pope Francis invited us, go back to that moment because there it can bring a grace for the present and awaken a new fervor and a new zeal in our Christian life today. Another example from our human experience, I love it when friends or families, when they get together and remember the stories of the past and they share these stories, maybe that includes looking at photos, and they remember moments of intense joy. Maybe they remember moments of hardship where great obstacles were surmounted. Moments where a deep love was experienced. And as they remember those past moments, it can bring a grace into the present and help to strengthen the bonds between friends and between families. I did a wedding yesterday afternoon, and I love it when married couples, when their anniversary day comes along, and before they go out for that nice meal and dancing the night away, that they remember the biblical readings that they chose for their wedding day. That they sit down and go over those readings and remember the grace of that moment. To remember the vows that they exchanged at the altar. And this memory of the past can now impact the present and awaken and rekindle a greater and new love that may have become lukewarm over the past year. Priests do this, in a sense, on Holy Thursday every year in the celebration of the cathedral. We remember our ordination. We remember the call of God and the promises we made so that we can continually tap into that grace. So when God delivered his people Israel from their bondage and slavery in Egypt, he commanded them to memorialize the saving events by celebrations that they would carry on all throughout the year. The greatest among them, of course, is the Passover. And God wanted them to do this so that they would not forget what God did for them, which would allow them to live in the continual blessing and grace of those saving events. But what happened when we go back and look at that story? So often Israel broke the covenant 
with God. And then they would become like the pagan nations around them. They would start worshiping their idols and their false gods. And little by little, they would break every single commandment. And what is the reason for that that God gives through the mouth of the prophets? What's the reason? God will often say, you forgot. You forgot what I did for you and your ancestors. You forgot the powerful deeds by which I delivered you. The role of memory. And since God who made us understands the importance of memory, it's not surprising that Jesus would say, after what he did for us, in anticipation of this, do this in memory of me. Do this in memory of me. Remember what I did for you. Don't forget. Because if we do, what happened to Israel will always happen to us. We will go back into the world and become nothing more than secular. We will start to worship the idols of our day. And little by little, God will be forgotten and we will break all those holy commandments. And so this is the importance of the Mass in our life and why God put the Mass at the very highlight and center of our week so that we can remember together, but we remember in a different way. According to the Jewish mind, what we do here brings the present into real contact with the past event of Christ's death and resurrection, and the grace and the power of that moment becomes present to us now to impact and change our lives. Archbishop Flynn loved to say, he said, how is it possible for a person to sin? After all that Jesus has done for us, how is it possible to sin? And he would say, it is only possible when we forget the power and the beauty of God's merciful love for us. And this is one of the tactics of the devil. He would love to keep us in a state of spiritual amnesia where we do forget this and then we become more vulnerable to temptation and he would love us to forget God altogether. This is why the Mass is so important and the very mysteries that we remember 
are powerfully made present, as I said last week, through the epiclesis, the Holy Spirit, and the consecration, the power of God's word. And this is what leads to doxology. Through him, with him, in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours, almighty Father, forever and ever. And you say, amen. And we sing it. This jubilant, thunderous, joyful amen. An amen that never ends. Because what is God doing here? He is gathering people from the world. He gathers them and brings them into a continual powerful contact with the power of the cross and resurrection and reconciles us with the Father and takes this people with him in the spirit back to the Father in heavenly glory. Is there anything more important or greater than that? And this is why we sing amen. Maybe we need to sing it a little bit more with a little more oof, as my mother would say. There's a way, I'm going to end by recommending a way to keep this part of the mass present throughout the week. Whether you live by yourself or whether you live with other people, if we could end the day by coming before a crucifix in our home, that we would kneel down and we would remember what God has done and allow our hearts to fill with gratitude and to thank God for how that has touched our life by the graces we have experienced in the days ahead. This is how we do anamnesis and doxology in our homes, by coming before a crucifix. So let's now do this together. When we come now to this part of the Mass today, let us Remember, don't forget what God has done for us. Amen.